welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Yana, and today we will be discussing the ninth house in astrology. So this bears repeating in my Astrology House series, but again, I just want to express before we get into it that it's important to note all natal chart placements are interpreted by various astrologers differently, and so many astrologers define different placements in their own way, and there are so many different styles and house systems in astrology that these descriptions can vary pretty broadly. And it's for this reason that I think it's really important to listen to many different interpretations so you can see which vibes best with you and also get a better well-rounded idea of what may be indicated for each placement in your chart. Finally, keep in mind that the ninth house is just one area of your chart and without considering all other placements alongside aspects, it can only represent a small piece of the wider vision that makes up you and your life. Okay, let's get started. So, in astrology, the ninth house is an angular house, and it's commonly known as the house of philosophy. And it's natively ruled by the fire sign of Sagittarius and the planet Jupiter. The ninth house is considered a gateway to the heavens and is described as the house of both higher wisdom, philosophy, and beliefs. It is the place in our chart where we get encouraged to broaden our horizons, to think big and bold, to be a visionary, and chart the map out for our future. And it's where we see the big picture, find deeper meaning, and answer the big questions of life, such as, why do we exist? What is my purpose? And how can I discover it? For example, before developing your system of beliefs, you might want to travel far and wide to see how other cultures and people live. Communicating with people from different cultures and cities, establishing relationships with distant relatives or foreigners, long-distance travel, and higher education are all covered in the ninth house. The ninth house governs our attitudes and viewpoints on everything, especially the complex issues such as morals, ethics, and life philosophy. It drives the conversations on religion, academia, philosophy, publishing, and legal matters. This is the house that encourages us to explore and expand our minds, as well as traveling literally. It rules over our worldview, ideologies, travel, spirituality, religion, law, higher learning, and possibly your second life partner. Because of Jupiter's characteristics of growth, the ninth house deals with all things related to growth and expansion. So although the third house rules over communications and mental processes that are more literal, the ninth house rules over our more lofty philosophical mindsets. The third house receives all the information that we absorb from around our environments, and the ninth house oversees exactly what we do with the data we've gathered and how we craft the framework for our philosophies and ideologies and the understandings we build through our perceptions of the information we absorb. This includes what we experience from the world and how we feel about those experiences. If the third house is about what we know, then the ninth house is about understanding and gaining wisdom. The ninth house rules over higher learning in all its expressions. Through our efforts to reach a greater understanding in whatever form or capacity, we learn to enhance and expand our world internally and externally. And in the ninth house, this is a journey of discovery which can shape our ideals. This includes university, a vocation you might take up and pursue, that online course you took, and any secondary degrees you might pursue, especially ones that take you out of your hometown or abroad and away from your home. You can discover if you should go to college directly in the ninth house or if you might do better with less structure. 
If there are many planets or positive aspects to the ninth house, it might be likely that you'll take up teaching in some capacity during your life. Also ruled by the ninth house is long distance travel, emigration to places other than the country or place of your birth, and how we travel and experience other countries, cultures, religions, languages, and societies. All of these are big experiences which often leave their impact on our lives and perceptions in some way or another. And the ninth house will clock all of that information. It includes new people and places we work or live with and our overall understanding of humanity at large. The ninth house can sometimes indicate a second life partner as well. The first life partner will be found in the seventh house and the third, if there is one, is ruled by the eleventh house. So when considering your second life partner, it's often taken into consideration what their worldview and beliefs are on a higher level than the first. The ninth house also rules over a person's third child or grandchildren and in-laws, so there's a family element as well. The ninth house also oversees the law, so judges, jury, and other professionals in the justice or law industry can be found here. And we can also see how we might experience or interact with these individuals as well. If planets are benefic in the ninth, meaning they're blessed to a certain extent, positive planets, the law might look upon us kindly, but if not, malefic planets, not meaning bad or malicious, but meaning challenging, it could bring issues and annoyances or inconveniences. And it can tell us if a person is suited to a career in law or within the justice system. Aside from that, the ninth house rules over religion and your system of beliefs. It encompasses all religious leaders, such as priests, preachers, reverends, shamans, and all spiritual people. The condition and presence of planets can often show the impact these leaders might have on others as well. Specific signs and planets typically indicate what type of religious path would best suit us, including the option to not opt for a religious path at all. When difficult aspects, planets, or transits are in the ninth house, there may be a loss of confidence or faith in the higher power, or even in lending meaning to our own sense of reality. And when positive ones are present in the ninth, we might experience profound moments of wonder, which bring new understanding to our lives. We can reach for the heavens in this house. So that's through knowledge and spirituality and traveling far and wide, literally and mentally, and find that our thoughts are free to explore and find greater understanding as far and wide as they would like. It might be in an effort to reach our hands up to the gods and touch the fabric of the universe even in, if our definitions of what exactly that is cannot be defined. For example, if you're not putting your faith in literal divinity, it might be placed in your own divinity or your own capabilities, your hopes for the future, or your motivation and expectations for life. The search for meaning is what largely sucks up the indicators here in the ninth house. When we explore our world internally and externally, we begin to form the foundation of our beliefs and the framework for how we perceive the world around us. This includes how we understand and make sense of what we see and feel and find meaning as a result. So where the eighth house brings who we are in the context of our deepest, most intimate relationships and bonds, including like familial bonds, as well as romantic bonds or sexual bonds, the ninth house helps us understand ourselves in a broader cosmological context. How do we find meaning in the world around us? And the eighth house, we tend to ask those deeper questions. We tend to investigate more and like seek out the questions. And the ninth house tends to hold the answers. The ninth house is where our perspectives on life reside. It can often involve the standards set forth by our parents and society. And it typically includes things like ethics, morals, and laws because of that. 
And things like book smarts and street smarts also fall into the ninth house. For some, the classroom is a great teacher, but for others, worldly experience might be an even greater teacher. Spontaneous adventures and long journeys all help us to expand our horizons, and exploring faraway foreign places helps to challenge our views and bring greater insight into the deeper meaning of life. How are we willing to step out of our con- how willing are we to step outside our comfort zone, some more than others? Okay, so I won't go into each sign or planet too deeply here, but here's a quick breakdown into what each planet and sign in the ninth house could indicate. If you have Mars in the ninth house, this placement can be a bit of adrenaline junkies who love taking risks. And these people live in the moment and they might need to learn to be a little more practical when it comes to achieving their goals here because Mars is an action-oriented planet. And also check their tendency towards self-righteousness. Um, but their optimistic outlook and humor are infectious and they can be great leaders. If you have Venus here in the ninth, this placement is capable of limitless expressions of love, a wild adventurous streak and an endless devotion to their friends and lovers. These people enjoy growing their relationships or growing through their relationships, especially those from other cultures and backgrounds. If you have Mercury in the ninth, this placement is very independent when it comes to their opinions, and they might get carried away by the enthusiasm they have for their ideologies, including wild exaggerations and overshooting a bit. So it might take some time to avoid these pitfalls, but these people have a knack for explaining very abstract concepts and learning new languages and teaching them to others. If you have moon in the ninth house, this placement indicates a love for deep philosophical conversations. And these people likely hold lots of emotionally fueled opinions and their wandering spirit might inspire them to broaden their horizons both internally and externally forming a solid belief system whatever that might be will bring a lot of security stability and comfort here if you have the moon in the ninth house um, if you have the sun in the ninth house this placement indicates a passionate and adventurous nature a sense of humor, a depth of knowledge, and sometimes overbearing when it comes to beliefs and opinions. The, wherever the sun lands, we tend to have a bit of an ego. These people are fast, however, when it comes to bringing their wildly creative ideas to life. Um, but you should watch for extravagance. There can be a tendency to like go over budget on a project or overshoot or think that you have more time and then miss a deadline. <laughs> okay, if you have Jupiter here in the ninth, it's in its home placement. And so this placement's a natural wanderer enjoying going off grid for long stretches to explore. It's a type of person who says, hey, I'm going to go to Asia for however long and then comes back two years later with like a family or something or, you know, just completely haven't seen or heard from them. They might have been living in a yurt somewhere. And these people tend to resist putting down roots or committing to anything long term, but they should realize that people do want to hear their ideas and that sharing their knowledge and meeting new people and teaching others will likely bring them a lot of satisfaction. If you have Saturn in the ninth, this placement might find the deepest, harshest lessons through traveling with the karmic planet here. So Saturn is known as the great malefic planet and it does hold lessons and it usually takes 20 to 30 years for the person to be able to fully work with this planet because it can really create a lot of responsibility and burden here. So it's going to take time to discover where home is for you. And your spontaneous adventure might not be your thing. 
But you might find that it's just what the doctor ordered finally once you get the courage up to broaden your horizons, whatever that means for you, whether that's traveling literally uh, over long distances or going to some like foreign place or exploring for foreign cultures or foods uh, in some capacity or even just challenging your own ideas that are rigidly set and like finding that maybe, you know, the no new knowledge surprises you. If you have Uranus in the ninth house, this placement is freedom loving, broad minded, like a natural philosopher who loves to question everything. These people have amazing senses of humor, they're lifelong scholars, and they're loved by people for their unique authenticity. They also love having the space to explore and experiment and thrive off pushing the limits. Okay, if you have Neptune in the ninth, this placement indicates a tendency to start and abandon projects due to the lack of clarity. And it could be regarding knowledge, resources, or unrealistic expectations that you set for yourself. So it might make someone a gambler or an adrenaline junkie who's addicted to the next adventure, and that's something to watch for. But these people do well when they develop a strong sense of faith, and they need to take care to avoid being taken advantage of by religious groups, cults, or leaders that might not have their best interest in mind. If you have Pluto in the ninth, this placement brings some of life's greatest seekers these people deeply investigate the meaning of life, searching high and low for the truth with an understanding that there cannot be light without dark and no joy without despair. Um, there might be strong attachments to your beliefs, which stunt your growth and transformation. And so it might help to truly learn to listen and hear the beliefs of other people, which could spark true growth and understanding for you. Okay, we're going to go through these signs now. So if you have Aries in the ninth, then you may enjoy spontaneity, adventure, optimism, and taking action with new projects that excite you. If you have Taurus in the ninth, then there's an enjoyment following the traditional systems and beliefs they you were raised within, which might bring you a sense of comfort and stability. And you probably enjoy traveling to beautiful places. When I say beautiful places, I mean like beautiful, natural places that incorporate nature. So Bali, like the beaches, mountains, um, jungles, <laughs> like things that incorporate natural elements, forests, those would be places that Taurus in the ninth would really love to go to. If you have Gemini in the ninth, there's an enjoyment applying logic when it comes to their system of beliefs and thinking the details through and inquiring about all the facts. The beliefs they have might be quite adaptable and changeable, but the thirst for knowledge is insatiable and ever-evolving. If you have cancer in the ninth, there's an emotional approach to beliefs and usually follows the flow of their feelings to what seems right to them. These people like to do work for others and may enjoy traveling far away from their hometown and find comfort in foreign places and cultures. If you have Leo in the ninth, there's a strong sense of beliefs here and natural confidence with a true love for learning and traveling. These people do not want to be stuck in one place and they find deep soul fulfillment through their travels. If you have Virgo in the ninth, the approach to your beliefs will be with logic and order, studying various beliefs and cultures thoroughly before forming any opinions. And there might be a little bit of stress when it comes to the fine details of planning travel, but once you get there, it will bring you a lot of peace and peace of mind uh, when you're finally on the trip. So that's just something to keep in mind. It'll be worth it in the end. <laughs> if you have Libra in the ninth, then there's a strong sense of equality and justice, and they want people to be treated fairly. 
These people enjoy learning and adopting social graces when it comes to respecting other cultures and beliefs. And they enjoy traveling to beautiful and culturally rich places. So where Taurus enjoys the naturally beautiful places with, you know, probably lots of like plants <laughs> and natural life, Libra might be the one to go to, you know, old castles or like really rich villages or town centers where they have like incredible architecture that would be like a libra in the ninth type of vibe uh scorpio in the ninth these people are interested in the mysteries of life and will dive deeply into investigating anything taboo or dark about various cultures and belief systems and they throw themselves into learning anything that interests them if you have sagittarius in the ninth there's a desire to expand your mind these people want to experience what the world has to offer and are always looking for more from life there can be a tendency to have a grass is greener type mentality, so watch for that, that you're not constantly looking for like the next exciting thing, the next adventure. Um, however, they're not super radical. They usually have a good sense of humor and optimism and want to live just a good life. Um, however, they should take time to broaden their horizons and avoid becoming too preachy about their beliefs. If you have Capricorn in the ninth, then there's a tendency to be conventional when it comes to beliefs, following whatever conservative ideals were learned from your parents typically and not falling into anything that seems too far-fetched to you. They want cold hard facts and stats before they buy into something and might not enjoy travel unless it's for work or some other obligation. However, traveling might also bring a lot of surprising experiences that will help them broaden their horizons and teach them a lot. For Aquarius in the ninth, there's a tendency to have unconventional beliefs with an openness toward all types of belief systems. And these people like to surround themselves with people who challenge their philosophies and belief systems as they are very progressive people. And they enjoy traveling and shaking things up often in life. And finally, if you have Pisces in the ninth, then there are beliefs in spirituality which are very important to these people. And they usually apply them in their everyday lives with devotion and sacrifice. Um, that brings them fulfillment. It's not just like painful sacrifice. Like they would see it as something that's like highly sacred. Um, they might be very religious, deeply spiritual, but they believe that their practices will help them solve their problems and bring a sense of peace, acceptance, and compassion. And these people might prefer to stick close to home, but when they do travel, it's probably to be near water, like islands, lakes, rivers, or oceans. And that is all about the ninth house. Um, if you have not heard, if you don't follow me on social media, I am currently doing a closed run of my program, Embracing the Sacred Soul Blueprint. And if you want to learn more about how to spiritually heal and transform your life using astrology and magic, I would love to speak with you. Um, so you can book a call with me at the Calendly link in the description below. And I'd love to speak with you. You will not be able to enroll in the course just yet, but come like late February, maybe early March, it will open back up again and you'll be able to enroll. So um, it'd be great to talk to people now so that we can create a list of people with interest and yeah, and also tell you what the program is about. It's awesome. Also, I did an episode not too long ago with Ashley from Seeking Witchcraft. So if you listen to Seeking Witchcraft or if you don't, definitely go check it out. Um, I did an episode all about spiritual growth, sharing some of the topics that I go into in the program, and that might give you some more details on what the course is all about. So definitely check that out as well. And if you don't already, I'd love if you followed me on social media or even just come have a conversation with me 
in my DMs. I'm on Instagram at Astrology Witch Podcast, on Twitter at Astro W Podcast, and I have a Facebook page called the Astrology Witch Podcast and a Facebook group now called Astrology Witches. So I would love to have you join the conversation on any of those platforms that you feel called to join. Or just shoot me a DM or email me, theastrologywitch89 at gmail. I'd love to speak with you and help you in any way that I can. Um, And I'd love to hear your feedback about these episodes if you have anything to say or you want to talk about your placements. I also offer chart readings. Um, You can basically find them through Instagram, but you can also DM me and I'll send you a link to get a reading if you would like to get one. I do uh, transit readings and also birth chart readings. And I've started to do love compatibility readings, but I like to do them very comprehensively. So those are a little more expensive because I include both synastry and composite. Um, And I could tell you more about that. If you're interested, just shoot me a message or an email. And if you want more information on how to use astrology in your magical practice or how to get daily and weekly and monthly transits in more detail, I have a Patreon you could join in different tiers where I share full and new moon, uh, new and full moon lunation reports and monthly astrology reports where I go into what the best magical workings are to do and exactly how they will hit your chart depending on what house you have them in. So I would love you to join us over there. I also do path workings, which are like spiritually guided meditations, kind of like astral journey in your imagination. They're a little more story oriented and spiritually motivated than a regular guided meditation and i also have uh, merch perks as well which are really fun at every tier so i'd love to see you over there all the links will be in the description and um if not you know and you just want to listen to the podcast then just know that i also appreciate that very much and i appreciate if you keep coming back and listening to these episodes and i hope that you get something from each one because it is really a labor of love to compile all of this information and try to bring all the aspects that I think are important to know about each of the houses and placements and all the information. So I really do appreciate you listening and thank you so much and I will see you next time.